Welcome to the Try Watches Podcast. I'm Cam. I'm David. And Thomas is in Austria skiing, so... We've, only, we've literally just found out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, as, well, why would it be any different? Honestly. <laughs> so, uh, as, as a last-minute substitute and uh, special guest, uh, we've invited my dad, who's hap- who happens to be uh, visiting me this week. Yeah, not, not at all just because he was there and went, mm-hmm. all right... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He says, oh, you want a third? Oh, sure. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> so I uh, will introduce my dad, Blair. Uh, how I, you doing? I'm good. Hi, guys. It's great to be invited. I just happen to be in town. Are you in town for a Jimmy Buffett concert? If only. Do you like, do you like this? This is my Magnum PI shirt. It's, it very much is. It's, it's, it's very it's a genuine. Very image. subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make you Higgins, Cam? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And I get the Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, great to be on with you guys. Well, I mean, you, you need to get a Pepsi GMT then as well. Oh. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't want to go on the wait list. I don't want to the wait list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can, we, we can jump back to wait lists in a bit. Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry there wasn't an episode last week. I had food poisoning and it was a kind of very easy decision to make between, you know, recording the podcast and running the gambit of not shitting myself whilst, <laughs> whilst recording. And, you know, I'm just not doing it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate not witnessing I mean, it, that too. The thing is, it wasn't even better. like me. You, I got it via cross-contamination from looking after Vicky who had food poisoning. Ooh. So bitch. it wasn't even like me. Who went so to the place to eat the stuff? I didn't get the enjoyment of eating the food to get the food poisoning. I just got oh, hammered with it. That's awful. Yeah. What do, do you know? Uh, like, was this a? Was she eating out? Is that? What? Oh yeah, I know. We know where it was. Yeah. Oh okay, fair enough. Just I just don't want to get sued, so I won't say it on here. Yeah, yeah, that's no, okay. I don't. That's that's fine. I, was, was she with others that also? Um, yeah, well, I had... think there's four of them, and three of them got hit. Ooh, yeah, brutal. So it hit at like what? half twelve at night, and she woke me up. And I was, oh, no. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, and we were due to do like shopping. So we had nothing in, in terms of like toilet bowl <laughs> or anything like that. Oh, so, no. So oh, like, pen- first, once I got it settled, like half one, I was like, right, I'll go to the supermarket around the corner. Got there, which apparently I didn't know is not 24 hours anymore. So I was stood there like an idiot outside the supermarket <laughs> at half one in the morning at the closed shop. So they had to drive from here where I live in Hertfordshire into the nearest 24 hour supermarket was Southgate in North London. Holy cow. Really? So, yeah. So I drove to Southgate to get oh. the stuff, all the stuff we needed and then drove back. And I got back here at like 3am. Wow. So yeah, that's just, brutal. Yeah. And then got hit with it myself like three days later. Something like Lovely. That. So, yeah. But how are you? Good. It's good. A great way no, to lose we- weight, by the way. Uh, I bet. I bet. You so you dropped the, you dropped the uh, a couple of stone just that you were trying to. Turn it was only a week off. ago. I've clearly put it all back on again. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just water weight. Mm. <laughs> no, good. Um, yeah, no. It's uh, my uh, my folks are over uh, down visiting us uh, for the week because it's my daughter's birthday this week. Um, so they took the opportunity to come down, um, spend the week with us and stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah, we kind of been out and about yesterday we went to uh uh went to a park the girls were doing a scavenger hunt and we ran around in the playground and stuff like that so the littlest um, one did cartwheels down the slide yeah that was hilarious <laughs> Daphne, <laughs> daphne's just completely fearless right she's doing laps around the playground and stuff like that and of mm. course keep in mind she's only what 22 months old so we're on the big kid playground and she's climbing all the way up and doing the, the spiral slide. Mm. And she got really comfortable and we were getting a bit more comfortable with her just going up and kind of doing it herself. She was sitting down and going down. And then, so um, I can't remember how we, we had two people, one at the bottom of the slide, one at the top of the slide, kind of watching her go down, making sure that everything was okay. But we got confident enough and then we kind of split up in different directions. So I was over with all of the stuff um, watching over and my mom was at the bottom of the slide and let Daphne kind of climb up. She climbed her up there and then climbed down. But Daphne decided that it would be hilarious to just walk straight off as going onto the slide. And she, and so she tumbled down. So all, all I saw was her two feet sticking up as she's going around the spiral, <laughs> stair, or the spiral oh, slide. All, I, all I'm getting from this is 
all I'm hearing is is that you need to change the flick flack for a G Shock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So so instead of like I did with with Genevieve getting the flick flack, yes, yeah, so Daphne's first watch will definitely have to be a G Shock. <laughs> no, she's uh she is very fearless. No problem just stepping off of anything thinking that I'll be there to catch her. So, you know, hilarious. But uh yeah, no, other than that, uh, you know, work continues and all the other usual crap. I don't know. So, uh, I don't know. Shall we, uh, shall we go around the table and, uh, do a risk check? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's start with the guest and, uh, Dad, uh, what, what are you wearing or in your case, uh, well, not, or and he doesn't mean I, the shirt when he goes, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Although we can discuss that if you want to get into it. This is one of the most comfortable shirts I've ever owned. This is my first step in buying the 308 GTS. <laughs> I think, I think that's, the, I think that's the first step into old age where you wear a Hawaiian shirt and go, it's just really comfortable. <laughs> I've had uh, many first steps into old age, Dave, you know that. I'm uh, actually wearing my, uh, my Withings, um, scan watch to okay. count steps um it's it's not as popular and as common as the apple watch and the fitbits and all that stuff but it, it's really quite good in terms of um sleep stuff and all that and so i i use it when i travel um uh, in my bag i've got my uh my bull of a devil watch that you guys have spoken about before the, oh, the oh yeah. yeah 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 and um uh, i it travels with me everywhere because it's my good luck charm and um but I quite like this scan watch because it's light, it's small, it's um, it, it's got digital readouts in the middle, so it's a hybrid watch, and uh, it works really, really well with the application that um, that you apply to it on, on the on the iPhone, and it's just it's just convenient. So it's great when I'm traveling, because it shifts time zones. Oh yeah, automatically. And yeah, because it's all it's all linked to your phone and it's everything. It's all linked right? to the phone. Yeah, so yeah. as soon as it changes, then it changes. And the well, is it the same one? Because you you bought me one a couple of years ago. Yeah, yours is the uh, actually more advanced in this one because yours has the O2 sensing, the oxygen yes, sensing. That's bit, right. And this one <laughs> was that a COVID, oh, okay. was that a COVID upgrade? Everyone wanted an O2 yeah. sensor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> test test the oxygen levels to yeah. make sure that you're well. Funnily yeah. enough, yeah, we installed this feature in 2019. No, don't I ask why. Really- <laughs> I probably need need that watch more than you do, but yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I got a few years on you yet. Um, no, but the uh, the other thing that I would wear on my wrist, if in fact it had a strap, is the uh, is the pocket watch that that Cameron's uncle gifted me uh, recently when we were visiting them in Kamloops. Cam's uncle yeah. gives people everything. Yeah, he's he's pretty John, awesome. John, like, does he have yeah, anything of his own left? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the craziest. He's not just really sat in like one that... room with like an empty sprung bed. He's given everything away. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting around his dining room table and talking about the most, three most important things in life, which are, are cars, stereos, and watches. <laughs> and um, and so we uh, we got around to watches, and I told him how much I loved pocket watches, and we just conversation because my uncle had them when I my grandfather had them, mm-hmm. and and then so John said, "I'll be right back," and he. Comes back about two minutes later with this chew box full of pocket watches. <laughs> he says, "Well, if you'd like a pocket watch, just dig in and pick one." <laughs> so I, you know, it was just lovely. So this is a 1921 Omega. It, cool. it is a 17 Jewel. Yeah. And uh, uh, the thing I really liked about it, as I was telling you guys earlier, is the 24-hour display is neat, but mm. the uh, the 17, 18, and 19 hour, the the five, six, and seven. Kind of are, are living inside of the sweep hand circle, a sweep hand circle. So yeah. it's it's really cool, and uh, it it keeps reasonable time. I kind of like the, dex, the 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 feel of it. Not to mention the fact, if I could put a strap on it, it would be like wearing John's Panerai. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get those bun straps that have got like the little pocket that you can. Yeah, put one you can, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would look. That pretty, would be that would be a statement. It would really be. A <laughs> when, when you said it was, it would look. I was going to go fucking awful, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look good when people do that. <laughs> anyway, John was very gracious to let me have this one, so I took it. To, you won't believe this. We got a jeweler in in Soyuz where I live. Yeah, by the name of Elvis. Honest <laughs> to God, is his real name. He's a super guy. He's a great jeweler, and so I took it to him. Because there was a blemish in the crystal, so he got a replacement crystal for me, and he opened it up, which is where he found the, the all the information is contained literally, and you know you have to take the case apart. Yeah. And he said the last person that played with this case didn't do a very good job, so he was able to reset it properly. And um, of course, with the stem set and the stem wind on this one being, it's kind of a nice big feel to it, so it's mm. easy to wind. 
Um, and oh, and the best part of it is it fits in that little pocket in your jeans, which is what is what that's for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's my. Uh, that's awesome. That's what I'm hanging around cool. with. Nice, Dave. What do you got on, man? Uh, this is pretty boring. Black by thirty six. Oh man, I was going to be the boring one today, but okay, go on. <laughs> Just, it's it's the best. It's my best. It's well, it's not my. Well, best all-rounder. It is probably one of the best all-rounder watches, so just wear it for any particular yeah. reason, really. Yeah, no, no, it's a, that's a great piece. And then Because that was the one, is, that was your wedding watch, wasn't it's it? It's my wedding watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get on to probably, you know, yeah, similar we can watches soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll come back around. Yeah, foreshadowing all the way through the intro. I love it. <laughs> what about you? So, I'm also wearing a black bag. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> that's that's why I was like, oh yeah, that's that's that that tracks. So yeah, no, I'm I'm wearing my uh my black bay blue that I've had for ooh twelve years. Eight coming okay. up this year. You guys need to start buying more watches. Thanks. I, I do not need to buy more <laughs> we, watches. I need to yeah, yeah, sell yeah. some watches. <laughs> No, I've, uh, this is obviously, this one's got a fairly significant amount of sentimental mm-hmm. attachment for me. Yeah, for sure. Kat got it for me on my birthday. It's got my, all that. And then, of course, I it was the watch I wore to the birth of all three of my children. Because I have three now. Because, you know, <laughs> and reasons. And bags under your eyes tell that story. <laughs> oh, how I miss sleep. <laughs> I can't say that. Or, you know, no children. I look even worse than you. <laughs> Well, food poisoning will do that too. Yeah, so. yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. I, I would, I would equate having three children to the same as having food poisoning. <laughs> it's just more perpetual, unfortunately. And the diarrhea isn't your own. Um, <laughs> oh, how true! How true! Uh, anyway, um, so I, I know what you want to quiz me about. Yeah, yeah, we, and and we foreshadowed because we talked about waiting lists mm. and we talked about things that are similar to your Black Bay Thirty Six, and um, how the fact that, I mean, you you rag on Thomas and I for you know both being Rolex guys and stuff like that, but now it sounds as though you feel left out. It's Please not, to be explaining. It's not that I feel left out. So, a friend of mine and friend of the show, um, he got the call from the AD to go pick up his Rolex Explorer. 36 mil, the one, two, four, two, seven, oh, the new one. Oh, okay. And this is, that's just the straight steel one, not the two tone, right? Not the two tone. No, he's okay. not an idiot. This is the straight steel one. <laughs> um, he does, he does wear glasses, but his eyesight isn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> um, and he, he said, like, would you mind coming down with me? Because, you know, it's London and I don't really want to be wandering in and out of a Rolex boutique and with a bag. Tr- with a bag and like, yeah, on my own. I said, yeah, no worries. I'll come down with you. And then whilst he was, so we went down there in, and whilst he was collecting it, I thought, that is really nice. Yeah. It's super understated. It's a really, really nice piece. So yeah. I just tried it on and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's really nice. And then just as they finished up, I was like, you do me a favor and put me down for one of those. <laughs> so now I am now on the wait list for a Rolex Explorer. Now, wow. now I, I do have a couple of questions about this. So, so I really conflicted myself about it, to be fair. Because no, I can understand. I don't that. like the idea of wait lists. No. At all. And no, this whole, no. oh, you're not good enough to... But I kind of drawn the line mentally that they haven't said to me, oh, well, you need a spend history. Because that if they had said that, then I would have been like, right, fuck off. I'm not, I'm not playing this stupid are, game. Are you willing to talk about the boutique that you were at, that you did all this? Was this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. this an actual uh, Rolex boutique? Or is this, was it's this a, a Rolex boutique, but it's owned by Watches of Switzerland. But it is a standalone Rolex. It's not attached to a Watches of Switzerland store or anything. Oh, so it's not like the one off Regent Street or something like that where they've got no, the Rolex section. No, this is uh, down in Mayfair on Old Bond Street. Oh, across from Harrods. Oh, Old Bond Street. Oh, sorry. Do you know where the Richard Mill store is? Uh, yes. There, on that same street. Gotcha. I know where you're at. Yeah. Okay. So, so well, that's cool. So, now, I, I mean, and you, so you've you put your name down for the 36 mm-hmm. Rolex Explorer 1. Because I, I know in the past that when we discussed Rolex, you've always gravitated towards the Explorer 2. I have. With the GMT I also went on the wait list for a Black Bay Pro across the street in Mapham and Webb. Oh. <laughs> 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 now, yeah, now. Okay, so I guess the, the, the million-dollar question is, if you get the call for 
one or both of these, would we pull the trigger on both? Or will well, you I mean, take... the, if I get the Black Bay, the call for the Black Bay Pro, it'll probably be in like a month. Like right. The month to two months. The Explorer is more like a year plus. So well, how long did, uh, 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 did you say who it was that? I didn't. Uh, and I didn't know. I'm not, not going to advertise who it was. Um, okay, perfect. And I won't go on how long he waited for. He waited a considerable amount of time. Right. Between one and two years. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's really difficult because yeah, I do really love the Explorer too, and that's the one that I would like. Well, I, I originally wanted, but the price increase has made me go with that. Like, it's not worth that money. Why? How much are they it's wanting like for it? Close now? to, I think it runs close to eight now. Oh, okay, which yeah, is that's a lot that's of money. Eight, eight, and we're talking Pounds. British pound, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. talking what closer to ten US? Yeah, that's a that's that's a significant chunk yeah. of change. Now, talking to them in Rolex, the White Dial Explorer Two is now closed list. You can't even put your name down for one. Oh, so so the 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 watch community has hyped that thing up so much yep. to the point that everybody wants one. Yeah, it's closed list. The right. Black Dial Explorer you can still put your name down for, but it's a long wait. Right. The Milgauss is now closed list. I wonder if they're discontinuing that this year. Maybe because we've been talking about them discontinuing that for the last five but, years. Well, apparently, with the orders there are, I think he's either in the UK or in London. I think he might have been in in London. There's something like 46 Rolex ADs in London or something. Okay. Across those 46, the demand for Milgausses to to fulfil those will take 40 years apparently. For the Milgauss, yep. the Milgauss has just gone nuts. Everyone wants it apparently. Why, uh, man? Because you can't get anything I, else. So everyone went. To I the remember, I, honestly, not even ten years ago, I was in. Um, oh, which I can't remember which store it was, but they were losing their Rolex um, AD status, and mm. they were and they were and they tried to sell me a Milgauss um, with the green glass, the black dial green glass, right? And it was willing to give it to me for four thousand pounds. Yeah, well, if they're losing their dealership, then they'd probably just you know get rid yeah. of it all as soon as possible. Exactly. But um, so. so yeah, so apparently like everything's unobtainium, but the Explorer wow. is one you can put your name down for, and you will allegedly eventually get the call for it. Yeah. So I, I mean, think that's just because they plat- they 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 pound those ones out. Yeah, that must be so. one that that's just well always I mean, whatever it is. I mean, I don't know. Um, to be honest, it's one of those I like it, and I do, it was really yeah. really nice. And I and you know the the I think it's retailing at the moment six one, which is yeah. still a considerable price. But that's mm-hmm. I mean I have an upper limit where I go I'm not paying that for any watch. Yeah, like, of course I would not pay that. So yeah. and this sits round where I would be comfortable, but it's it's up there. It's getting up high to where I go. It ain't worth oh, absolutely. It. Um, well, especially, if, I mean, it, it, like I hate to. Like it is a three hander, right? Yes. And it's, I mean, it is, and you would be able to every day of the week turn around and get seventy five hundred for it, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So, it's it is one of those. I mean, it's 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 kind of a no. It's nice to know that like, mm. if you if you if you did get sick of it and whatever, you'd be out of it, no problem. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and it, with the, the the whole thing is, I haven't had to put any money down. I'm on this wait list. If I get the call, and you know what? If my attitude has changed when the call comes yeah. in, I'll just, just go, yeah, I don't want it. So yeah. I thought, and you know what? There's no harm in asking now because it's not, like I said, if it was something where they said, like, if you want to get a Batman or a Pepsi, you have mm-hmm. to have spend history. Oh, okay. Fucking, I'm not playing that game. Like, no. My money should be as good as anyone's for anything that you sell. It's a product. Yeah. I'm not playing exactly. stupid. So if they said that, I'd have been like, okay, get in the bin. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Hard pass. Yeah. But this was just like, you know, it's actually basically very similar to getting my Snoopy. It was, well, if I get one, I get one. If I don't, I don't know hard feelings. Yeah. But just to let you know, I would like one. Yeah. So there's no harm in that. But then, yeah. So then I'm on, now I'm on the list for a Rolex Explorer. And <laughs> I went out that day and I was like, I'm going to ask around for a Black Bay Pro. And if they have one somewhere. We're gonna get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Now with the Black Bay Pro, um, I think we've discussed this before. You're I know you're not a fan of the bracelet, but would you prefer it on the bracelet? I would get it on, I would always buy it a watch on the bracelet. Yeah. And then just swap it for other things. But it's yeah. good to ha- for, for retail, the bracelet, the original bracelet you've got to have. But if I got it, yeah, I'd I mean I'd probably try it on the bracelet and see if I was really that bothered in the metal about it, wearing it day to day. 
Um, but then I'd probably change it for a Forstner, which is like £120 or like for a Forstner bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, which those, is basically exactly nice. the same, but with the rivets deleted. So, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. But apparently that, yeah, I went went into the mapping and web across the way from the Volex store and they were like, yeah, that's waitlisted. They were like, I was like, okay, um, can I put my name? I was like, how long's the wait? And he went, we don't know. He's like, we might, oh. he's like, we might get one next week. We might not. We don't know when we get them. They just turn up. Oh, okay. And we don't know how many we get. And I was just like, okay. And then, and then he logged on to their watches and things like, cause they're part of the Watches of Switzerland group. And then went, oh, you've already got an account with us and you've got like a significant history of Watches of Switzerland. And I was like, yep. And um, the way he was surprised, I thought he was going to go, let me go look out the back <laughs> and then come yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, and I he, thought you were going to get that response. And he, eh? and he didn't. And I was like, damn it. But, um, but no, so that. But, the th- but now I'm kind of like in two minds as well because I went on Chrono 24 on the train back, and I can pick up a Black Bay Pro below retail on Chrono 24. Yeah, that's just so it. It's just so like, well, too- why, why would I do this waiting game for that when I can just go buy it for less than retail? I'd like it to be brand new with my name on the card and stuff. Yeah, but they're pretty much they're not. Tr- if there are if there are someone there over retail, it's like 200 pounds over retail. Which I'm yeah. not going to cry yeah. about, you know. Like, you know what I would equate this to, and we had the conversation with Thomas yesterday when he was he was at um, I don't know where he was, but he was looking at G Shocks and he was looking mm. at the metal G Shocks. Yeah, and like, and they were, and it looked like they were. I thought they were all on sale that he was looking at, and they, but the two metal bracelet ones were on sale, and then there was the metal metal G Shocks on the rubber straps mm. and whatnot, and he was waffling bit back and forth and i know that because it was the negative display on the um g-shock with the uh, with the strap yeah uh as opposed to the just the standard g-shock look on the the one on the metal bracelet yeah and the and, negative but it was display a, is the one to get it looks so much better oh absolutely it looks so much better so and he was waffling like and he was kind of going oh well, which and I, we said well which one are you thinking he goes oh this one but it's the one that's not on sale and you can get it basically any time mm. and, I, and i think made the suggestion it's like well i mean if your heart was set on the one with the bracelet and it's on sale get then it. That's the one you get, yeah. but it's also 200 euros more than the one that's on the, the strap. And if you want the one on the strap anyway, I said, and you're not really in, in a position, if you don't really want to spend the money right now, don't buy it. And let's like, face just it, don't, like all G-Shocks, you ain't going to wear it that much. Well, that's just it. And it's so, like an occasional but, wear. So. <laughs> exactly. And But in the end, he ended up buying it because he went back to him and they, they knocked like 50 quid off of it yeah. or 50 euro off of it or something like that. So it was like. Well then, yeah, that's a no-brainer. If you yeah. if you can pick it up, like I said, if you can pick it up for less than what you would get if you're mm-hmm. ordering it off of Amazon, then have at her. Yeah, exactly for so. sure. Now I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna flip some bits. I'm gonna let go of some pieces I have, and then I think I'll probably use that money to consolidate down into a Black Bay Pro, which I've said already before. But I think I think that's a solid move. And then in a year's time, when you get the call from Rolex saying, "Hey, your Explorer's here if you want it." You make the decision then. Yeah, and then, to be honest, to get that, I mean, with the Black Bay Thirty Six, the Black Bay Pro, and the Explorer, it's a pretty great three watch collection to be have. To be fair, absolutely. But um, ask the question. What what would you what would you give up or or unload, Dave? Uh, so I'm gonna get rid of my uh, Tagore Formula One Golf Edition. Oh, that's gonna go just because it doesn't get worn. Yeah, like um. And I've that's got, a lovely watch. Yeah, that's nice. Do you want to buy it? For the for the Formula One set, it's it's by far the best design they've ever the come out with. Awesome. Yeah, and it's the yeah, old. That. It's not the obviously not the original Formula One, but it's the old Formula One that kind of stays true to that design language. So with the black, Absolutely. with the black bezel and the integrated lugs and all that, yeah, and stuff. So oh, it's okay. kind of like the original Formula One, but blown up in size because mm-hmm. it's the grand date. So it's got the big date at the bottom and stuff as well. Yeah. What, um, what's market value of that right now, Dave? I think it's basically what I paid for it. I mean, I paid eight hundred yeah. for it, and I think it's oh yeah, between, yeah, between be eight, eight and a thousand. So like, yeah, I won't, won't lose any money on it, which is great. And I'll throw in the golf color strap, NATO strap with it as well. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it was, is it still stuck on that? <laughs> yeah, it, shut up! Don't help me sell this for saying things like that. But no, but no it's um, and it's, it's full bucks and papers. I've got all the spare links and everything. Like it's fully yeah. complete. So yeah, it's, it's a great watch. And my Amiga Deville will go. Yeah, don't you wear it either? I got two. 
<laughs> so, so I can't maybe it's not. There's, there's probably no. I mean, my dad's got one of them, and I've got the other one. They're identical, so it kind of doesn't make sense to have two watches the same yeah. in the family. Like, might as well just get rid of one. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I'll get rid of that. And again, like this is dress, it's dressy watch. I don't wear a shirt for work anymore. I haven't for a yeah. long, long time, and I doubt I will anytime soon. So mm-hmm. it kind of feels a bit. Whenever I do look at, it, I look at it, and every time I look at it, I, go, I love this watch. It's a beautiful watch. But I also look at it and go, I don't want to wear that today. Yeah, because and it's that's not the thing right. is, well, you know why? Because you've also got it sitting beside the Snoopy in the box, right? And and yeah. when you're looking at the two, you you wear the Snoopy. You just do. Yeah, yeah. Or or this, or the Black Bay Thirty Six. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really good point. You know, I I don't wear dress watches that much anymore at all. No, I don't. I I wear jeans and. Mm. a t-shirt and, and you know, our whole lives have changed the last few years you know and then yeah for sure watches that used to be prominent when you were you know really involved in business and doing what you do then they don't get worn that much so yeah you don't want them sitting in a box yeah exactly so it's a, and it's a funny one because the deville is kind of like sports watch size case but dress watch visual so it's a really mm. odd one yeah so like it's the, it's the dial on that thing yeah yeah, yeah, because it's the chrono, so it is very sports watchy, and it's thick. I mean, it's like what is it, like thirteen, fourteen mil thick? Yeah, it's a sizable piece. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Um, so it's, it sits, it kind of sits in a really odd position in the mm-hmm. whole realm of things. So I think that's probably part of the reason why I don't wear it so much. But yeah, that will go. Um, and between the two of those, it should more than cover. Oh, it'll cover Pro. the cost of the the, the yeah. Uh, Black Bay Pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, my my bottom wrist um, a black face. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a watch that is seems to be more universal that way. I wear it a lot because it, it seems to fit whether you're casual or or you're. There's yeah, certain dress watches that you can do that with. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like Cartier tanks, one of those you can wear that kind of with anything. And there's just there's odd watches that do kind of occupy that space, but this just isn't one of them. Yeah, no, it does. It does feel a lot. Um, I don't know if it's it's it's, it's the ad of the Roman numeral like there's there's that certain, definitely doesn't help yeah yeah and which is funny if you go back to a Cartier tank because most tanks have Roman numerals on them mm. but um, I think it's the rectangular shape of those which makes it yeah, a little different kind of gets and that they're small you know so you can kind of get away with it because they're quite discreet because they're small yeah well this is actually quite big yeah. and quite shiny it is. It is. It is very. It, it's. It's not a. It's not a subtle piece by any stretch no. of the imagination. No. Not but a it's bad a great. Way, it's a great. Yeah. No. But that and that ninety three hundred movement that's in it is fantastic. That's solid. That's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so like. I mean, there's. Yeah. There's there. There are many great points. But yeah, if you've got two of them, what's the? <laughs> yeah, and, and then there's just other like things in there that just don't get worn. I mean, I've got like yep. two Snoopy Timexes, which don't get worn. Yeah. I mean, and, and okay, I won't get a lot of money for them, but I might as well pass them on to someone who will actually wear them. Yeah, and enjoy them. Well, They're got, just I mean, sitting here I've got my Snoopy Timex that sits in the in the box as well. I, yeah, I, I guess the only other choice is to collect them all together in a shadow box and hang them on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do not think I'd be allowed to do that. <laughs> the thing, what's the other one I was just thinking of as well? Like my SKX 009. Probably get rid of that. Just don't wear it. I forgot. You, I even forgot you had that. Yeah, I just don't wear it. Yeah. It's there. I bought it. And I, do you know what? I bought it because I was like, everyone says, oh, you need to have an SKX 007. Oh, every, every watch like nerd should have one of these. And yeah. then I was like, oh, but I kind of like the red and blue of the 009. So I bought it. Yeah. And then you always find something else to wear because you just go, yeah. oh, they, it's, it's, a, it's a good watch. It's not a bad watch. But when you've yeah. got other things in the watch box, it's not something you go, oh, yeah, I'll wear that today. See, I never gravitated towards the, that one anyway because when it came to the the Seiko Diver that set, mm. I, once I got the Monster, I'm like that was kind of it. Yeah. Well, right? I've got two that of those, was, <laughs> and you've got two of those as well. Yeah, exactly. Because you've got an orange dial and a, and a black, an dial. orange Mark One and black Mark Two. Yeah, yeah. So and they I will stay. That, I'm not getting rid of those. They will, they will stay. No, they're great. And I mean, I've I mean I but I rarely wear my monsters. Mm, yeah, so, me too. I wear them on holiday. I tend to take my holiday with me. That's that's true. That's actually that is when I I take them as if we're going someplace, and it's it is it is a great holiday watch. Mm. I've so. undenied about getting rid of my Oris, but I don't think I think, oh, the I, think I think that's going to stay. Oh, that's a good because that's that a great that holiday a unique, watch. Yeah, and that's a unique piece as well. Yeah. yeah, and that was it's got the colorway that that really. But I do want to get the orange rubber strap for it when I'd I look good. when I can stomach spending three hundred pounds on the rubber strap. 
Well, that's the that's the thing is, and uh, being the Aquas, you got to get the the Aurus strap because I don't know yeah. of anybody that makes a there makes isn't. an aftermarket for that. And yeah, but I mean, for three hundred, does come with the deployant clasp as well, so you are getting a bit more for your money. But still I guess three hundred, it's not three hundred quid's worth of metal and rubber. Well, the thing is, is that like you're like well, and that's because uh, I know that's about the same price. I looked into it when I was uh, pricing out the Speedmasters and stuff. Because mm. you get the Speedmaster on the bracelet, but you can get the leather strap with the deployant buckle mm. as well at least you used to be able to you can get that and it was um it was coming in at uh hike was 325 right somewhere in there and that was that was for the set so mm. i mean if and when i actually do i was gonna say when is this happening i don't know <laughs> probably five years from now uh <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it comes and goes. We just, we just bought flights back to Canada last week and stuff. And I don't know. The money yeah, just seems not to that far. Out. It can't be that expensive up to Canada. It's not that far. <laughs> <laughs> it is when you got five of you going. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Costco don't sell flights, unfortunately. So you no, can't buy them no. in bulk. <laughs> exactly. So. But uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to segue this way. Speaking of the Speedmasters, mm. have you seen the new released one? I have. And? I like it. I love I love the look of it. I think the dial was really cool, the honeycomb dial. Exactly. The, between the honeycomb dial and um, the update to the movement and everything, I think. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I like I like the yellow accents. Yeah. I it kind of the um what was it? Is it the Aquaterra? The the, the uh, Railmaster that has yeah, the yellow the, and black hand. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. Ha- the, the hazard looking hand. I think it looks I mean great. And I love the I love the Speedmaster um font on the date. I think that's I think that's a like the, the, the scripted font for the oh, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is cool. Yeah, it's like um I mean italics. It, I mean, it's. I know everybody harps on on like different different uh, fonts, I, and Thomas would be losing his mind right now, which is why I like talking about this when he's not oh, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that you've got different fonts and you're inconsistent throughout, but because it's they've kept it consistent with two separate fonts, yeah, and one of them is the scripted font that says Speedmaster. I think this works really well. I like it. Cause, um, cause they, they've done it. They've done use that font for the super racing and that anyway. But the big thing about this is this whole micro adjustment on the balance spring. Cause this is, they were, mm. they were, um, uh, what, why am I losing the word? They were, they were hinting at this for the last month or so saying that there's something new coming and it's yeah, all yeah. about the movement and not so. And they've, and so there's this micro adjustment in the balance spring that you can take it to an Omega, like you can just take it to a boutique and they can do it right there. And it's just a very mm-hmm. fine screw adjustment that's actually open to the case back. Mm-hmm. So they can, so if you can, you can basically regulate it, but it, instead of, um, so I guess it, it actually, um, increases the, 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 uh, hardness or something of the the balance spring itself so it changes a different dynamic than what like just changing uh, like uh, uh, like a like setting the regulator on it so yeah you can get that much more precise in setting these things which is i mean really quite ridiculous for uh it's archaic- quite it's quite as i was gonna say it's quite funny how no other industry in the world apart from the watch industry goes how can we find a way to make to, to make something better that's already been solved about forty years ago by piecing some quartz in the battery, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep. But it's, we're still flogging this dead horse, and we're going to. I mean, obviously, it's like an engineering feat and things like that. But you know, you wouldn't have it anywhere else. Yeah. So, um, did the arrow markers glow? Uh, I imagine the, it's the, the, the over. I don't know what I haven't seen a loom shot on these. I mean, <clears throat> Speedmaster looms kind of hit and miss. I find anyway, hmm. just because you, they're very thin, delicate markers. But um, they, they look pretty prominent in that dial, though. They they, they do actually. Could just be the color, but that would be that'd be pretty awesome if they if they give you some luminescence at night. Hmm. Well, the best the best loom Speedmaster is the one that Dave has. Yeah, where, where the blue. yeah, because the tachymeter. Well, and the tachymeter lights up, and the um, and Snoopy lights up, and hmm. that's. It's by far the best loomed Speedmaster out there. Mm. Um, it's a great looking face, though, isn't it? It is. Like, with a honeycomb dial in around, it's spot on. I, I have a couple of minor gripes with this, though. The price? Well, that's one of them. 
10,200 Swiss francs. Yes, yeah, 10 grand British pounds, basically. That's, that's, yeah, it's so you're looking at close to, I think you're 15? close to, no, uh, yeah, 11 and a half. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it, the, the price difference, yeah, thir- yeah, 13, 14 Canadian. Yeah, I'm so, sorry. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good, what, 60% increase over a normal Speedmaster? Well, yeah, you can get a, you can get a standard, um, Sapphire sandwich for 72. Yeah. And actually I got, I got an email last week saying that, um, letting me know that it's back in stock in the Omega shop. I got this Omega email and <laughs> sidebar. I kind of, my heart kind of stopped because it, the way it, the way it read, it was like, Oh, the, the watch you're inquiring about is now available. And I went, thinking it might be the Snoopy. No, it's just the standard Speedmaster. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I've found it all over the place for less money than I can get from you. So, ah, that's it. But um, uh, my other gripe with this one is that it's not the professional case. It's the bigger ceramic-sized case. It's mm. 44 and a half mil. And, I've, I, and this one may be different. People just are saying it wears big as well. It does wear big? That's okay, so that saying, was my concern, yeah. is that, like, because all the screenshots look like it's a big, like mm. we're pushing forty-five mil in a Speedmaster case. It, the and then your lug, the lugs are going to protrude past your wrist. I'm, you lost me. I if I can't if I can't comfortably wear it, I'm, I'm, I've yeah. lost interest. Sorry. Like that is one of the things that amazed me about trying on John's Panerai is that even though that uh, that watch is huge, it doesn't seem to fit huge even on a smaller wrist yeah and the nice this 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 wouldn't do this is the opposite of that because it's gonna and they see these sit flat as well yes they do and and no and so the and the lugs don't there's no there's no tapering in the lugs as well they kind of protrude straight out so you got a fat wrist yeah it's 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 a i mean it's a it's a statement It, it 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 you gotta it it's one of those watches that wears you you don't wear it, mm, yeah. and I and I kind of uh, it's like because uh, it just stands out because it protrudes like that, right? Well, so because it's, like, it's the sapphire case back as well, it's quite deep. Yeah, the case back, so the lugs well, sit obviously higher than that, so you kind of get that gap yeah. between the lugs and your wrist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the same thing people complained about with the black bay with the bubble back. Yes. That was my my biggest gripe when they went to the uh, the in house movement yeah. and it got and the 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 case back got a bit thicker. It just protrudes that much more and wears completely different mm-hmm. than my Black Bay. Um, and it's just it's such a minor thing. It's we're talking like we're talking a millimeter and a half. Like it's not a huge you like in the grand scheme of mm. sizing of things. This is not a huge amount of difference. But when you're talking about something that sits, it it, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, yeah. So. But uh, no, one of those things where oh, I appreciate that exists. I think this technology is going to transfer into other um, other watches at some point as well. Oh, it'll jack the price up in all of those. <laughs> and that's that's the other thing. Well, how thick is the case? About 13, 14 mil? Uh, thickness is 14.9. So it's 15 mil thick. That's, Chunky. that's, pretty, that's pretty thick. Yeah. And it's... It sits like you lease Nardin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... Um, yeah. And it's... So it's uh and it's the it's the ninety it's the ninety nine twenty is the movement in it, mm. um and it's is it it's manual wind isn't it? Uh, so I don't even think it has. Yes, I don't it think it's not. Oh no no it is oh no sorry it is bi-directional automatic. Okay, my apologies. That explains why it's thick because it's got the rotor on the back of it as mm. well. So and though, let's face it these 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 uh, coaxial movements that Omega makes are not that thin. Well, they, I think it's really interesting though is that. I mean, and I don't know, I don't work for Amiga, but I didn't know that the Speedmaster Racing was that popular over the normal Speedmaster. Nah, not over the normal Speedmaster. I think I think that's still the bread and butter. So to to bring but, this out as the Super Racing, like I don't know, it's it seems weird. I would have thought they would have done it with maybe the Speedmaster Fifty Seven, which I suppose essentially this is really, but just with, kind of. just with the checkerboard um, style on the dial. But, but isn't the 57 smaller well it, the, what i mean is it's the bike it's a bi-compax you know with that coaxial movement oh, the, and stuff gotcha um, like if you weren't if you weren't measuring these with a the caliper and like you just took two pictures of them you, to most people would say yeah it's, it's basically the same thing they're both basically they're the both speedmaster yeah. 57s um but 
Yeah, I just, I just didn't know. That. Unless that's the point. Maybe this is to re-inject some interest into the racing dial and did, get people did, to buy it. That ninety-nine twenty is pretty accurate, though, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, no. That's well. That's the whole point. Is the they've they've come up with it's. I mean, their their coaxial movements are. They've got. They're all this um, um, Metas certified, so they're they're all within what is it? Two second, two and a half it's seconds not, a day. Not plus two per day. Yeah. So hmm. it's yeah. No, they're you're it's ridiculously accurate. Hmm. So, um, but no, I I don't know. I, I I like always always enjoy seeing new advancements and stuff like that. New. I mean, maybe this maybe the case dot like the the dial and stuff like that will transfer over into other pieces as well. Well, I, well, I find interesting when they say things like this movement is so super accurate and obviously it's met and exceeded metas and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that Metas certification is only as good as it's for as long as it sits at Metas, and then once it's out the door, you know, all better. Well, it's the same as so. Well, it's the same as Chronometer, it's right? It's exactly the same yeah. as Chronometer. So my thinking is, you know, like they can say, "Yep, here's the here's the results for Metas. It's naught plus two per day, which is in line with this new movement." But if it's if it strays from that consistently, where do you stand from the warranty? Do you turn around? Can can you claim and say, well, you know, this isn't operating within the limits that you advertised, or because I imagine there's some sort of get out clause to say, well, you know, it's a mechanical watch; these things aren't an exact science, and da da da. Um, I mean, is, I know if, is chronometer certification covered under warranty? I don't think it is. Uh, that's a good question. They've extended the warranty on these things to five years, right? Yeah, so... I know. I took full advantage of that with my Deville when I had to get it fixed. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's oh that's right. Might have just yeah. expired on the four years they used to give you, and they just introduced the five year just beforehand. So I just went in and played. Yeah. I was like, "Come on!" And then I went, "Yeah, all right then." And they yeah. fixed the free. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah. I mean, I suppose the good thing <laughs> is it's a lot of money, but you're getting a bigger speedmaster. So pound per gram, you're kind of. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. If you're buying uh, it by weight, you're kind of you know getting a good deal, yeah. but generally not how I how you buy your watches. For these yeah, things. Fair yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, moving on to uh, something else that was more in line, and I actually when this popped up, uh, the first thing I did was uh, uh, take the uh, take the article and send it to my dad, mm. and said. This is the next watch you need to consider buying. And that is the new Navi timer to celebrate the final 747 coming off the line. Okay. I haven't seen this. Which happens on Tuesday. Yeah. So a couple of interesting things about this. My dad happens to work for Boeing, um, which is one thing. Um, And the company that is taking the delivery of the final 747 is also a company that my dad used to work for. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, man, and, and, and a a Navitimer is something that you've talked about for a while. I need to own one before. Yeah. And, and it's, it's one of those ones. I was like, well, this is, this seems to be, and it comes in line with, uh, uh, like many different things, aspects of, of your career and stuff that I thought, Oh, well this hits a lot of the marks. Mm. And it's it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's this. Uh, so this one with the red ring, ring on the dial. It does. Like, yeah, oh, I am looking yeah. at the right one then. Yeah, and it's got it's kind of a an off white cream dial mm-hmm. with um like it's a panda dial, mm. um, with the red ring around it. Yeah, they've matched the red and the white with the original color of the original airplane coming off the line at sixty nine. Yeah. So um, and then uh, yeah, no, that it's the forty three mil. Uh, Navi timer, which is the kind of the, I guess their midsize version of it, because it, they do it in a forty-one, they do it in a forty-three, and they do it in a forty-seven. Right. And they've done That's this a one. Pocket watch. And the forty, yeah, <laughs> the forty-seven is a, it, it's a, it again, another, another statement piece. Yeah, this a pretty um, watch. Yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, obviously, it's it's their it's their uh, B zero one chronograph. That is, they've, they've been tried and true with mm-hmm. Breitling for what? It's got to be going on ten years now. I would say it's got to be getting close. Uh, it's a limited edition to seven hundred and forty-seven pieces, which you know stands to reason. <laughs> I don't know if they know. I don't. I, I don't know if they've done the numbered it one of, or if they've actually given them individual numbers. It looks How like many on making? the seven hundred forty-seven. That makes sense. I should have guessed that. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, and I mean, it's yeah, solid. And I think it's come in uh, price wise. It comes in at ninety four hundred US. Do you get discount working for Boeing though? Uh, there's no harm in asking. <laughs> I remember when I first started getting into watches, I was really, I really loved the Naver Timer. I was like, this is a really cool watch. I wanted to own a Naver Timer. And then as time yeah. has progressed and tastes have changed, it just doesn't do anything for me anymore. No. I think so I tried See, one on and it might have been the 47. I was kind of green, wet behind the ears with it. I probably tried one on and it might have been the 47. And I was like, this is a dinner plate. Yeah. And oh, I think they I just are. They do. me and off from it. Yeah. Well, they came out. The one that I liked was the one they released last year that had like the ice blue dial, hmm. um, the Daphne blue or whatever we were calling it. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, um, the uh, that one's really nice. Um, and I've always I've always had a soft spot. The cool thing about the Navi timer with my dad is he actually knows how to use one of these. Slide <laughs> I was literally just about to say the problem is I don't know how to fucking clue how to use it. <laughs> See, and that's the issue with, with, with this particular watch is that if you're going to wear this, you have to know how to use the slide. Can you explain it, Blair, for us, how you use yeah, this? Yeah, can. Well, it, it actually functions like a slide rule. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like a, it, it's, um, it's literally a, uh, a circular slide rule. In fact, we, uh, we have similar, uh, we used to have a, a, an item called a jet wheel, which is uh, used for navigation. And uh, uh, at the, I could go into exhaustive detail, but, but foundationally it, it does work in, in this. You, you determine your functions. Yeah. And um, it's actually used to, to calculate speed and distance. Okay. Yeah, so it's, how? Um, <laughs> I don't get it. You so, have to line up with the hand or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to sit with you. And oh, is it really in depth? Go, go okay. through the how, yeah. But it, it's a really, it's very cunning the way they developed it. It's, um, it's, it's very, um, it's user friendly, and uh, it's just a lovely face. I mean, just a, I, I, I did, I, I've loved them since they, since I first started seeing them, Dave. And unlike you, I, I, uh, I must admit, I've, I've stuck with Breitling. I've always really wanted to get one. At some point, it'll probably have to happen. And so when Cam sent this over to me, I thought, well, this is one that's really worth considering. Yeah. Mm. As you say, it checks most, if not all, of the boxes. Well, and it's, well it's, there's, a good, there's a special link there for you as well, working for Boeing and things. So. Well, I think that isn't that one of the biggest things about watches is you know it's uh, you, once you get past all of the technology, so much of it falls to what's the story. No, absolutely. Mm. Every watch needs to have a story, and and, and John um, Nishi, James, yeah. Uncle, and I talk about that a lot. You know, until until you until you actually a, a, attach a really high quality item like a watch to a story it's just it's it's in a box mm. yeah it's just it's it's a thing that and so it's kind of the history and the thing i like about this particular example is that it actually comes with a lot of preloaded history yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> unlike most watches that are all very similar you know you can you can buy two different uh seamasters and you can buy you know um uh, other navitimers that that are great watches but they don't have they all, the two of them can look the same Mm. Whereas this one has a, it's amazing how Breitling has built the story of that airplane into this watch yeah. so effectively. It's really impressive. No, you're absolutely and right. They covered off all the pieces right down to the number of parts. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, no, that's awesome. Off down to the Ooh. Breitling boutique after this is finished then. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> dropping a, oh, dropping a, it's just another 10 grand. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the first, um, <laughs> The, uh, the airplane, you know, first uh, it was delivered first to uh, I think it was United Airlines in in June of seventy, and you said we're going back fifty two years. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a great history. Yeah, and the fact that the the last one's going to be delivered to Atlas on Tuesday, it's it's a Dash Eight cargo airplane. It's a lovely product, and um, and it's nice to have a commemorative watch that kind of reflects that. Yeah, what does it say? What the um, what the uh, production numbers are, are going to be, or of the watch? Yeah. Oh yeah, seven hundred forty-seven. Oh, that's, they, they, oh, that's they, production. That is, as well. that is the. Pro- I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what they've they've done the the full limit. My my question was uh, how it they says were that they're engraving it with one of seven forty-seven. One of seven forty-seven. Yeah. The original so whether or not jumbo seven, jet on the back, it's going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like the the they put seven four in the actual red ring, in the bottom at at at, at around the uh, looks like the eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. It says Boeing seven four seven in the ring, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, I think so I very, like the fact very that they do nods. just put one of 
on the back as well because too many people get caught up with oh my number's lower than yours and really unless yeah, you unless or you've which got number, number you get. one or you've got the last one yeah it doesn't fucking matter or 69 <laughs> or 420 <laughs> <depending> <laughs> that's, that, that's that's a really good point that they're going to make that many watches and there won't be distinguishing between the first one and the yeah 747th one that's so no great piece Speaking of actual uh, anniversary limited editions, there was there was also we also missed LVMH Watch Week or whatever, um, and cutting through all of the chav that I didn't like, which was I'd say ninety nine percent of it, because I mean we're dealing with what Hublot and um, uh, I mean Zenith just came out with a bunch of new defies Defy and stuff. I actually quite like those. I don't mind it. It's still, I don't know. It's still too boxy, octagonal, mm. in, integrated bracelet. I, uh, segwaying off of the Navitimer, I wanted to say, sticking with the theme of watches I don't understand how to read, I really like this Parmigiani Chinese calendar. Oh, I uh, did I see that one? It's on the front page there. of Hidinki right now. It's the red dial. Oh, okay. So it's the same case as the Tondograph. Okay, that's and that's the Tonograph's the one that you really yeah, like, isn't it? The Tonograph, and this is it looks so good. So it's obviously for the uh, new lunar year, the rabbit, okay. the red dial, and it's perpetual calendar, but it's the Chinese calendar. Oh, it's all. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, I mean, it goodness. tells me what the date is, but I have no idea what any of them are. Which is the great wow. thing because I wouldn't have to worry about setting my perpetual calendar. I just let it go and go. It's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you got the time. <laughs> but it, it looks guess. great though. It does look really good. That is a really cool dial. Yeah. Like the, the, oh, the cut in. That's very, that's very Grand Seiko of them. Yeah. <laughs> the way that's, that's cut in there. That's, oh, that's beautiful. I mean, it's only like $63,500. Only? Only. Wow. Um, Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's really cool. Yeah, no, that's... I would... Cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe if I had that money, I would, you know, be inclined to learn Mandarin just to read it. I mean... <laughs> if you had that kind of money, you might have the time to be able to do that, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it, it, I just think it's super cool looking watch. And honestly, I would have no problem with getting the moon phase set and using it as a three-hander, basically, and the rest of it is going... Yeah. Like having when people have T-shirts with Chinese writing on it, and it probably says something really horrendously offensive, but they don't or care. Or beef with broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I used to have that in the office I used to work with. We used to have the guys come up from India, and they would have T-shirts on that had words in English, but What's they that? were just total nonsense phrases. Amazing. What's the price on that thing? Sixty-three thousand. <laughs> so yeah, a lot, uh, a lot of money. Yeah, not 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 an inexpensive watch. Oh. So I was going to say uh, we can kick back to LVMH in the and, and back to uh, 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 realistic prices, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, the one that uh, the the only thing that was released that I like is is a watch that has already existed for many years and is basically the same thing, and I like it because it's the same thing, and I like it is for it all of the reasons. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, so much worse. It's a Hoyer. It's a tag Hoyer, but it's of course it's the one that's actually stamped Hoyer. Right. And this okay. is, and this and this is the Carrera 60th anniversary. Oh, I have it's, seen that. It does look really nice, actually. And it's it's basically they've managed to shoehorn in the Hoyer O2 chronograph mm-hmm. movement into the Carrera in a proper oh, what is it, thirty is it thirty-eight mil or thirty it's it's it'd be something around there, wouldn't it? Thirty eight, thirty nine, I imagine. Yeah, it it's less, and I mean, it basically is going to wear like like uh, all of the other anniversary um, Hoyer Carrera chronographs and stuff like that. Mm. It's again, it's it's a limited piece. It's six hundred, which I mean, they're probably limited is, sold out as well. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'd, I'd have to be wearing a suit to wear that watch. I no, that's see, that's, nice yeah, I think watch. this is one that you can wear with anything. Yeah, I agree. This, I mean, this is basically the same color combination of my, like my Monaco, right? Where you've got the silver dial, you've got the darker gray, black, uh, like kind of almost panda dial look to it. 
Um, I think, and, and that watch, I mean, with my Monaco as well, that I could wear with anything. Mm -hmm. And that was this, and that was, and that'd be the case with this one. Uh, it's got a subtle, I mean, the luminescence in it's got a bit of a, uh, an aged, a faux patina going on, but not enough to really. I think it's just elegant. Yeah. I think it's, I I think it's a great looking piece. Mm. Um, this is all, this has always been a watch design. I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who doesn't like this particular design. Yeah. Um, would so, you get this over the Speedmaster? No. Right. And that's the thing. I would, uh, like, like it basically comes back to, no, I've kind of, I've, I've, I've been there, done that with the Hoyer of this, of this ilk. Mm. Um, and I would always go like, the thing is, is that I wouldn't do this over the Monaco and I now won't do the Monaco over the Speedmaster. Speedmaster is yeah. still the direction that I'm going for my next piece. So it's, but again, coming back around to the fact that I, I appreciate this. I like yeah. I like Hoyer continuing to do Hoyer things as opposed to I've always thought that they I always wanted them to kind of really differentiate and have a Hoyer lineup mm-hmm. as a as like a regular thing. Under Hoyer. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then Tag Hoyer can go and do the Formula One stuff. Alec they've got great things and yeah. Yeah, all that crazy. And they're connected Mario crap. I mean, they can go on and, and do all of that that funky stuff because it appeals to a certain demographic that is not me. And I was in a, sorry, I was in a Beaverbrooks the other day down in Basingstoke. The one that tried okay. to sell me the Tondograph Panda doll a while ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is in those around. And they had their pre-owned cabinet. And one yep. shelf of this pre-owned cabinet was just Tagoya connected. Oh, that doesn't surprise There were so many of them. They're awful. They're, it's always been like, and and the first gen of the connected is what it's got to be out. Of, it's got to be out of date now, right? Oh yeah, but you're buying old tech essentially. And I want to know whatever happened to that whole thing because when they first came out with that, mm-hmm. they were going to transition. Like after two years of owning the connected, you could hand it back. You would you hand it back, and they give you a mechanical. Yes, I know somebody did it, and did and it, he did get the good? watch. No, the watch she got was terrible. It was a caliber five. Um, oh, Jesus. Like basically Which is just did, an Edda 2824. Basically, like, it was like as basic a tag as you could get. A guy I wow. worked with in Norway, he did it. He said, Oh, yeah, they said, you know, you can hand it back and we'll send you a watch. And he was like, And they're going to be limited edition. And he got all like caught up on the hype of it being limited edition. I was like, It's not going to make you money. I said, like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, but it's limited. I said, It doesn't matter. I said, Like, yeah. if you're if you're giving back your connected in the hopes that this watch they give you is going to be like, is going to be an investment piece. Forget it. It's never going to happen. No chance. No so chance. he got it. And I, I mean, he, he did, he wasn't a big fan of the connected anyway, after that amount of time. So I think he was just happy to have a watch. Yeah. Um, but I think he did kind of feel a bit hollow with it because he ended up, um, getting me to fix him up with a Speedmaster Apollo 17. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a great watch, yeah, actually. Watch, actually. The blue dial. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a nice yeah, piece. So he ended up buying that off of uh, Kibble through me. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a pretty watch. Yeah. Well, but, um, no, but... No, but, it, I mean, that's just it. Like, and I'm, I'm not sure... I don't know. I'm not sure the direction that, like, Tag Heuer on a whole is going i mean every now and then they drop something that i'm kind of going okay they're going in the direction and then the next week they'll come out with something so like i'm like what mm. it's, it's it's the whole like it's that idea of just throwing everything against the wall seeing what sticks and seeing what sticks got the money to do it now that's the thing you know like it's, yeah there's there's lvmh is absolutely crushing it in terms of revenue and stuff so they've got all the money hanging around to do it well, that's because they're not doing things like buying Twitter, so they can be the richest people does, in the world now. does help if you don't do fucking <laughs> stupid things like that, yeah. <laughs> this is what annoys me. It's like, just make me the richest man in the world, and I will spend it yeah. much more wisely. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'd yeah, be dead just... in like a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, oh. <laughs> but all the money would be gone. <laughs> yeah. And spent properly. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Anyway, I had one. Uh, I actually had one data point correction too, because I I think I said earlier that um, when uh, when the airplane flew originally, when the seven four seven flew, uh, the delivery the first delivery to United Airlines was in June of twenty twenty two, but the first delivery of the airplane was to Pan Am, 
And oh, okay. That, that was in January, January 22nd, 1970. So, um, and uh, the total um, production was 1,574, just in case any purists are on. Yeah, so to be honest, we, we kind of just stick with like pig-headedness here and just go, no, what we said was right. And we'd, yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to correct yeah. us, no, it was not happening. Blinders on, yeah, exactly. people try and correct us, we ignore them. Oh, no, no. <laughs> It's always good to get it right. Yeah, we you, we try. I, I rattle off reference numbers as though I know what I'm talking about all the time. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Oh, it's good to have well, you. Yeah. Good to see you again because it's not been what, since Thank Le Mans that I saw you. Thank you festivities here today. That was a lot. Of, that was great fun. I, now I know how you guys do what you do. Yes. Normally I'm on just the receiving end of your banter. Yeah, we, we, yeah you're one, one, one of the edits. three people that listens. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've pulled the curtain back and isn't it shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's great fun uh, oh all right mate good well, to chat always good to catch up definitely and uh yeah we will be every week from now on unless i get food poisoning again or cam gets food poisoning or thomas decides he wants to keep traveling the world one of the two <laughs> well i'll keep listening to whichever one or two of you are on regardless until <laughs> it's just one of us screaming into the void all alone last man like standing the last man just, left at the end of the apocalypse with the ham guys. radio <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Say hi to your dad for me, please. I will do. Someone's got to. Um, (laughs) Awesome. All right. All right. Cheers, guys. We'll speak soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye.